Akina, you have to put everything in the context of time. Will it save jobs tomorrow? Will it save jobs five years from now? Will it save jobs 20 years from now? These are all the issues that, that, that uh, have to be answered. That's point number one. Personally, I don't think so. I think that the South African steel industry uh, is very inefficient. Uh, we have all the raw materials in South Africa, uh, especially the iron ore, but we are unable to compete with China, which has to import iron ore from South Africa and from Australia and from Brazil. So they have to ship the raw material from all over the world, but they still beat uh, the, 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 the South African steel producers in terms of price so that these steel producers need protection. So what that is telling you is that the economics uh, are not working uh, and that the, the, the steel industry in South Africa is, uh, is not efficient and is just sending out the, uh, the price uh, of steel to downstream manufacturers which means the products of downstream manufacturers are not competitive. So we're in a vicious circle here. There, there, are, there are short-term savings. I'm sure that will be made to some jobs. But ArcelorMittal has been losing jobs left, right, and center since it came to South Africa. And I, if we have a minute, I will tell you my own experience of my company uh, how it has been abused by ArcelorMittal. We'll come to that in just a moment. Let's uh, get a response from Hank Langenwerfen about whether this uh, measure will actually save jobs in the steel industry. Sakina, I agree with the time perspective that Mr. Mbeki has talked about. In the short term, uh, it's not going to do much. It is, in, it is going in the right direction. I just want to say something about the competitiveness. Um, if, if we assume that that is the case, then we must say that the Americans and the Europeans and the Indians are also not competitive. All of them are putting trade barriers up against China, and recently much more so. There's a strong, strong uh, pattern worldwide. I've seen a study recently from the OECD where they're monitoring this because they're very concerned about it. Um, and uh, so there, there must be something else, and, and, and that something else is huge surplus capacity worldwide, but uh, specifically in China. And um, the very old and paid off plants producing uh, uh, steel and put it on the world market which they can't absorb themselves at prices that are simply not making economic sense so I disagree with the fact that we are not competitive the the uh, there may be a, a case uh, to be made for uh, the fact that we have not been able to invest as much as we should in in the latest uh, capacity and technology, although there has been uh, leaps and bounds in, in that sense as well, um, in, in some instances. But it's, it's, and if I can add, the downstream uh, sector, the, the value-adding sector, and that is really the companies that we, that has made this news conference yesterday are really the basic ferrets, so the guys that take the iron ore and then make uh, long products and slabs of steel out of that. The rest of the of the sector are even under more threat from uh, from imports from outside, and um, it, it 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 is a vicious cycle. There, there I agree. But one in the final analysis has to ask: Do we need this sector in South Africa? And I can't think that the answer could be anything. But yes, it's a case of understanding what to do to to make it actually survive mm. this 
this, this, this slump. So if companies then prefer to import steel from China, um, what does that say about South Africa's steel prices? Are they competitive? There might have been a case that they were not competitive, but my, my, my argument is that uh, the cost of production is one side of the competitiveness. The support that's been given for products coming in at below the, the material content of what we have in South Africa just cannot be a, a measure for whether we are competitive or not. Mr. Mbeki, um, you know, um, there are charges that South African ports, um, you know, uh, are seeing these Chinese imports coming in at uh, as much as 25% below what uh, the local production costs are. So what's your take on that? Well, well I would like to see the, the, the arithmetic that, uh, that Hank is talking about, uh, which is, uh, and uh, that those ports are saying that uh, uh, China is 25% uh, below uh, below cost, cost of production. That's point number one. Point number two, it, it's not only China that is selling steel to South Africa. ArcelorMittal, which is a big multinational, uh, Hank in, in opening up said that there are many countries that are complaining about China uh, in Europe and North America, but does he know whether this is not ArcelorMittal? Because ArcelorMittal operates in many countries from the United States to Ukraine, uh, to Belgium, to France. So it could be this one company in all those countries that's operating in setting up uh, this protectionist system for uh, okay. itself. Let me get Hank to respond to that point. Uh, do you know, Hank? <clears throat> the answer is no. Oslo is one of the biggest companies, uh, producers in the world. But the answer is no. I've, I've been privileged to, to be part of some of the discussions at the OECD Steel Committee. And, um, and it's all over. It's, it's, uh, the, they're not strong in America. They, they are uh, strong in Europe and wanted to close down some of, the, some of their facilities there and, and were asked not to. So um, it has been a, there's been a very good study out recently. From, from the OECD, where it's almost worldwide. So I can't, uh, I mean, there's no, <laughs> ArcelorMittal is one of our members, so you could say that I can't say that they, it's not them, but the, the, the studies internationally from uh, companies like McKinsey's um, are showing the opposite. Uh, Sakina, I think one of the points that shouldn't be forgotten in this discussion is what has ArcelorMittal been doing since they took over ESCO in South Africa. Uh, one of the things that they have been doing is they have been closing uh, product lines, so much so that we then have had to import. My own company had to import bulletproof steel, which used to be made in South Africa before Aslamatol took over ESCO. We now had to import the, the steel product from Sweden. So it's not just China that's selling steel to, to South Africa. There are many other countries that are selling steel to, to, to South Africa. And ArcelorMittal is one of the culprits by uh, closing down lines that were in production in South Africa. When I raised this with ArcelorMittal, they told me they are a multinational, they operate on profit, they are not here to subsidize South Africa. Now they are asking South Africa to subsidize them.